Where are you at, dude? I'm in Vancouver. Ah, yeah. The I'm in the Antarctic. hinterlands of the north. Yeah. Well, no, the that's Arctic. not what it is. Yeah. Siberia, well, no, dude. Well, no, no, not at all. It's there's yeah. some Arctic that's winds. The tundra, I'm sure, brother. Well, just hold on a second there, my friend. But uh, you know, we're up in Van- <laughs> I'm up in Vancouver, so it's a very interesting episode today, right? North of the wall, dude. You know what's coming. What wall, man? That's where the White Walkers live, dude. Go back to tomorrow, plan for yesterday. It's the song, brother. Everything I think it will be the things I say. Make the world inside your head. Hey, hi, everybody. Welcome to Dudesy, but not really. Today, it's two dudes zooming around. I am in Vancouver, Canada, which is my native homeland. You know what I mean? And uh, Chad's in LA. And so uh, Dudesy was nice enough to push episode 36. Uh, uh, and in lieu of that, we are doing uh, two dudes shitting around or zooming around, but it's really yep. shitting around. My name is Will Sasso. I'm Chad Colchin. And this is Dudesy, the first podcast in the history of humanity that is controlled by, that is created by, run by an artificial intelligence, which has access to all of our various emails, our social media accounts, all of our purchase histories, what we watch on Netflix, all that kind of stuff. And it tailor makes this show just for us. Not today, though, right, Chad? Because now today it's di- Hold on, dude. Hold on, dude. I can't even oh, see. I can't put my hand into your screen dude if you're watching because we're zooming brother and chad's doing some sleight of hand with <laughs> a, with some with some cards dude uh today we're just doing whatever the fuck we want and yes our yeah. ai dudesy uh makes it all, all possible and even though dudesy's not running the wheels of steel today not giving us the segments uh dudesy's always listening so this is a fun thing to do two dudes zooming around it's just loose and shit and uh Maybe some stuff that uh, we come up with here, Chad, and things that we say when Dudesy hears them, perhaps we'll be doing them on a future Dudesy. We are now on yeah, Patreon at, yep, at patreon.com slash Dudesy. You're going to want to check that out. Uh, the latter part of this episode at some point will go to the Patreon, you know, and you can listen to bonus stuff yeah, There's a bonus brother. it's a little different bonus on. content, dude. I told you. No. Yeah, dude. Oh, what is that? Is that sleepy Hulk Hogan? Yeah, brother. Oh, man. Uh, we're on Discord. The Discord is warping and changing. Uh, I am Borscht has taken over the Discord, much of it. And yeah. uh, you're going to want to check that out. As always, we are on YouTube, Spotify, Patreon. Please rate and review the show. If you haven't already, that will really help us. You go up through the charts and stuff, and we will spread this thing and make it a lot more fun. Tell your friends about the show if you are enjoying the show and please subscribe on YouTube, Spotify, Apple Music, yeah. Amazon Music, wherever Tell you like to do it. Or I have been getting a lot of DMs from people saying that forcing others to watch the show, to imbibe the content is working. You know, I've seen yeah, yeah. many DMs from people saying they're locking friends in rooms and putting it on the TV and won't let them out until it's over. I've seen yeah. a couple of DMs, a couple of posts on social media of people putting dudesy on like computer screens and Apple stores and shit like that. Yeah, absolutely love it. Force this on everyone. Um, I think that's I, the strategy. 
at first I wasn't quite down with that, Chad. Um, as as you'd know if you're listening to the show and imbibing the show, as we like to mm-hmm. say. Uh, but now I'm sort of coming around to it. I like that clockwork orange approach uh, because, as you say, it's been coming out on social media to you know, a a nice result. And if you'd like to share some of that on social media, we are on Instagram at dudesy pod show and also Twitter, but who the fuck knows what's going on with, uh, with, uh, Twitter nowadays, regardless, uh, with us as always is Lulio il cana di strada italiano. Yeah. He's just resting on a Taking a little nap as always. God, even in that, even like this, he's cute as fuck. All I can really see is the back of his head, but Jesus Christ, he's cute. Getting them. Look at him. Oh, look no. at the boy. Oh, Luli. Oh. Hey, Luli. What are, what are you gonna have? Uh, what are you having for dinner tonight in Vancouver? Oh, tonight we go for uh, sushi. We don't even uh, cook oh. because it's the oh my gosh, the best sushi, Mamrogar. Any sushi place you can go in Vancouver, it's uh, you know, it's gonna be good. What do you like to eat when you have sushi? Ah, you know, toro nigiri, amaebi. That's the raw shrimp. Yeah, yeah, because then they fry the head. They bring mm. the head and they fry the head. Oh, God. And you know what else? Today, mm. bye, Luli. Today, uh, Ronnie's here somewhere. Our other dog, Ronnie, my wonderful fiance, Molly, has had this dog, you know, for 11, 12 years. She's 11 or 12 years old. Ronnie. Ronnie. She's in the other room. We're in this uh, place. This is a really cool place, actually. It's like a week-to-week joint. I I stayed here in this same hotel, uh, condo hotel thing, uh, in 2019 when we uh, shot the last season of Loudermilk. Hey, Chad, have you ever heard of Loudermilk? Yeah, dude. That's a TV show, brother. Yeah, dude. It's great. Yeah, brother. You're an actor in it. Yeah, dude. And, um, uh, well, and that show was, <laughs> what is that? Calming meditative Hulk. Anyway, brother, yeah. that's a show that Bobby Mort created, dude. And, and Pete Farrelly, and oh, they, yeah. they do that show together. And Pete and Bob Farrelly both directed, dude. And we shot it here and now you can't see it anymore. I think, cause they took it off of Amazon, dude. We yeah, did three dude. seasons of it. Dude. I started watching this fucking thing on Netflix, uh, the other night called Pepsi. Where's my jet. Have you seen this shit? I we watched the first few minutes of it and we're yeah. going to get into it. How many oh episodes God. is it? I don't know. I just watched the first one last night. It's fucking mind blowing. For those who don't know, it's basically the show about a kid in the 90s who there's a commercial that comes out. Pepsi's doing this thing called Pepsi points, where if you buy enough Pepsis and send in these points, you can get like jackets and Pepsi gear and all this shit in the commercial. They make a joke that says seven million Pepsi points will get you a Harrier jet. And this kid is like, there's no they're not putting any disclaimers on the screen. That's a legit offer, or at least it's a way to make some money. And so he puts together the scheme of how to get these fucking points to get this jet. And I don't know the outcome of it, but I think it goes into litigation and he gets the points. He tries to get the jet and Pepsi's like, fuck you. I don't know, but I'm going to check it out. It was very nostalgic because the, the first episode opens with kind of a recounting of where Pepsi was in the mid nineties as a brand and that it was the cooler brand over Coke because it was getting all these celebrities to do, uh, you know, commercials like Cindy Crawford yeah. and Michael Jackson and Shaquille yeah. O'Neal, et cetera, et cetera. Cindy Crawford really had good. that, had that Pepsi commercial. Was it, am I no Billy Baldwin was in the shitty movie that she made. Right. But then the, she did a Pepsi commercial where she's on a train or some shit. Fair game was the name of that movie. Well, how the fuck did you, 
Why do you know that? Because I saw the fucking movie opening day in a movie theater. And that's how uh, memory works, dude. Yeah, um, brother. They had Cindy Crawford in that movie, dude. Well, and hold on, dude. William it's... Baldwin. And then they were drinking Pepsi's, brother. And Yeah. And let me tell you something, dude. Cool. This is a new character that Chad's doing called <laughs> Just About to Drift Off to Dreamland While on Anesthetic, dude. He's about to have... <laughs> uh <laughs> surgery dude perhaps pancreatic surgery dude oh, or brother. maybe he's he might be donating a, a kidney to his brother from another mother the macho man dude until those mega powers explode <laughs> and hulk hogan asks for that kidney back dude because when liz and Mach were having problems well she'd come over dude and linda would talk to her we were all just friends brother yeah. now i remember that commercial i remember the um the, Where she's uh, drinking the Pepsi and the the white tank top and jean shorts. I very much remember that Pepsi. That's in there. The choice she's of in a this, new generation. In this documentary. She's what was it? Choice of a new generation or the next generation? Yeah. Be young, have fun, drink Pepsi. Crystal Pepsi. I don't know. What I'm talking about is the one where the jet is in it. I remember it clearly. Yeah. I don't remember any of this shit. And when I saw this in the Netflix queue, I was like what the fuck is this i don't remember the commercial i don't remember this kid doing this but i guess it became national news when he started to go into a lawsuit against pepsi to either reclaim the money or the jet or whatever but i'm looking very forward to watching the rest of it certainly um, um uh, generally speaking you know what's one thing that i realized we're not going to do today because we will be doing it next week on episode 36 yeah. of the dudesy pod show is talking about limp biscuit significant other Dude, I'm listening you to start Liam listening? every goddamn day. I'm listening to this album right now. And it is, I don't know. It's weird when you listen to an album multiple times like that, that you've never done that with. I listened to this album a fair amount when it was actually out, but like now I'm really fucking listening to it and uh, I can't wait to talk about it next week. Yeah, it's going to be fun. I listened to half of it at the gym the other day um, as I work out to, uh, we've got two months to get into the best shape of our lives. Mm-hmm on the dudesy uh six month plan i don't know how that's gonna work out but i do know this dudes evening is coming at the yep. end of december it's december the 28th which is traditionally uh around a day you know some people like the 27th some people like the 29th in canada some people even like the 26th which is boxing day but what dudesy has done is uh found the perfect day to hang out with your friends and, and family mostly friends as you're trying to get away from your family commitments there's usually that day especially if you're going home uh where you're from uh well that's geography dude and yeah, uh that's a homecoming brother yeah you're gonna <laughs> <laughs> i love doing that i don't know I why am, the fuck that's so fucking funny to me i am the i am macho uh, dr macho the anesthesiologist man yeah you're gonna feel a little drowsy yeah and then you're gonna go under dude and when you wake up you're not gonna have a, a, an appendix anymore brother um Dude, that's how it felt when I was doing, like, when I was in the worst part of the fucking cancer shit, mm -hmm. my doctor just prescribed me a fuckload of hydrocodone, and I would get high as shit. I couldn't talk. I couldn't eat because my whole fucking mouth and throat was just like an open lesion, basically, yeah. from radiation. 
So I would crush up a hydrocodone, put it in some fucking water, jam two connected straws down the back of my throat and just suck it down. And then I would smoke as much weed as I could. And that hydrocodone and weed combo, I would sit on the fucking couch and watch like any TV show. And it would just feel like honey was being poured over my fucking head. That to me is the Hulk Hogan voice. Yeah. Yeah. Hydrocodone Hulk Hogan. That's what that is. When that codone kicks in, brother. It feels very good, dude. Yeah, dude. It's yeah. it feels like God himself is pouring Man. warm honey down my skullet, brother, which means <laughs> on the top where I have no hair, dude, it gets nice and warm. And then my ears are protected by my blonde skullet, dude. Yeah. Dude. Um Chad had cancer of the face. We've covered it on the show, but it always requires more covering. The heroic uh return to life that chad made and saved heroic. himself with uh with uh, a, a complete vegan diet and a changeover and a bunch of surgeries and radiation and all that kind of shit um but the diet is mainly just like upkeep it's to you know essentially mathematically minimize the likelihood of recurrence statistically sure. speaking um but yeah all the other shit is like just what you got to fucking do when you have something eating your fucking face off it's like well i should probably cut all that out and i will be missing some face after it which i currently am now then you got to go do radiation and blah 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 whatever they kind of tell you to do or i guess pick and choose they also told me to do chemotherapy and i didn't fucking do it because i was like something's off here this looks a little fucking weird uh and the the drugs they were recommending me had no known benefit to the type of skin cancer that i had so i opted not to do it and uh see what happens in the long run I think you're going to be fine, Chad. Chad Thank had you. like, if you're watching on YouTube, he had a chasm in his face, like, yay big. I'm making a triangle next to my nose that is sizable. Uh, and and I thought you always looked badass. You looked a little like Two-Face with your teeth uh, exposed. Um, <laughs> yeah. And um, that was a fun time. But my gosh, what, what, what you have done to come back, my friend. And let me tell you, uh, you know what's in this cup right now? This is no, This is not a dudesy mug. What is but, it? But uh, I'm drinking tea. What kind? Because recent, uh, this is just some uh, green tea. Nice, dude. Yeah, green tea is good love- for you. It uh, it gets it's an antioxidant, so it penetrates the cells and it gets rid of all the fucked up mitochondrial DNA. Not all of I, it, but some. As much as I, uh, being an Italian of uh, blood descent, uh, my parents are both from Napoli. Uh, Naples, Italy. I love coffee. I love espresso, but I'm kicking it at least for a while because it's bad for cholesterol, dude. Oh, really? Yeah, it's what uh, my wonderful fiance Molly is is uh, has been um, underscoring yeah. from my doctor. You know what else is bad for cholesterol? What's that? Those steaks you ate, dude, well, and all that meat that you ate, dude, and all that yeah. cheese that you ate, dude. <laughs> <laughs> it's all that stuff dude is real bad for cholesterol brother um we uh on thanksgiving we went to uh a steakhouse myself yeah. molly and our good friends tommy and allison not to be confused oh, yeah. with tomas and uh thomas mm-hmm. and uh well tommy and i dude tommy no joke watcher brother you know him if you're an old diamond listener dude from those 10 minute podcast days brother that's when the three Came together, dude. The NWO of podcasting, brother. Okay. Right now, dude, it is the mega powers of co- uh, of podcasting, dude. With dudesy, I guess, is Miss Elizabeth, brother. Um, and uh, Tommy and I both had, 
had these motherfucking pastrami spice crusted bone-in dry-aged ribeye steaks holy shit you know That's how i like the them? cause for cancer dude uh-huh, you'll be asleep soon <laughs> um do you know what uh you know how i take my steak probably medium rare <laughs> i'd eat it raw if uh, the restaurant would do that uh no i take better it for you actually i like it blue rare or rare but if a if a steakhouse uh will have it if they will uh facilitate this i like to do it chicago style or pittsburgh style it's the same thing um uh which is just burn the shit out of the outside crust it and the inside is just raw as shit hmm. Well, the, the crust is bad for you. Any kind of blackened thing, any kind of char in your very food carcinogenic. Yes. Huge carcinogen. Red meat generally is whether it's cooked or not. But the uncooked is actually a little better for you in terms of it being a carcinogen. Mm-hmm. But that well, pastrami is real bad. Any kind of cured meat. I know that shit's I just know. like it's real bad for you. Bacon, Dude, real bad for you. Yeah. Bacon. I'm I'm kicking bacon. I'm look, I'm 47 years old. Chad's 46. We're doing the dudes a six month plan, kind of. Maybe I, I don't know what's kind of. I'm fucking on it, plan. dude. I know you look great. You're, you're, I know your muscles are getting more dense. I'm wearing <laughs> a, I'm wearing a hoodie. I test Chad. I leg wrestle him before we do the show. And dude, uh, I will tell you this I had to go to New York a couple of weeks ago. I don't have a mirror in my home. It's just uh, there are certain kind of like things that I think normal human beings have or indulge in that i just don't do like it never crosses my mind to get a mirror so i don't have one other than in my bathroom which i sometimes glance in but um when i was in this hotel room in new york there was like a mirror in the thing and i caught a fucking shot of myself with no shirt on walking by and i was kind of like oh shit look at that good who's that guy dude that's Um, great yeah i'm lifting uh i i was you've heard me bitch and moan on the show that i was busy and traveling for a while and i wasn't getting it done that doctor visit my doctor was like i don't give a fuck you have to work out every day you totally you big bastard you and um he's like if you got to do the you know the the triceps off the couch in the hotel where you're whatever if you're traveling if you're working you got to do them push-ups you got to do them uh sit-ups you got to do them hindu squats as uh rick Rick flair likes to call them you know through rick flair uh, the nature boy, Ric Flair's entire career, he claims that he would wake up and do anywhere from 500 to 1000, uh, squats, just the free squats, the Hindu squats. That's a lot. And he always was in incredible ring shape and could go for 60 minutes, brother. And, uh, he would get up and do those Hindu squats. Woo, are you kidding me? Because it doesn't matter woo, if it's New York, New York city. Miami, Florida, or Richmond, Virginia. Yeah. And ain't your boy. And I'm having a hard <laughs> time holding these games down. Woo. Uh, you also got to do shit for your joints, dude. I've found that like my shoulders and shit are getting like locked up. I think it was from years, especially my, my throwing arm from my baseball days. I'm sure I did irreparable damage to everything in that joint. And so now I try to do as much swimming and just kind of like stretching it out and shit as I can. Cause I know at some point my dad had a fucking thing called frozen shoulder 
which I think happened around this age for him, where he woke up one morning and just like couldn't move his fucking arm. And then he had to go to a doctor and they were just like, you know, like yanking on it and shit to break up whatever the fuck was in there. I don't want that yeah. to happen to me. I uh, every day that I go to the gym, I usually start with the uh, just the stick. I take the stick and I do all sorts of I put the stick behind and I do the thing, and, yeah. you know, so that I you do all sorts of circles. And look at that. When you start, it go straight up. That's I'm nice, dude. Yeah, got good range there. Good range of mobility. Um, now you, uh, uh, when you were in New York, I'm going to go ahead and guess um, that you didn't do what I just did the last time I was in New York um, a few weeks ago was go to visit Cat's Deli. Did you didn't not go, go to Cat's? I I was only there for a very brief amount of time for a very special bachelor related project and we only had time i was there with my co-host lizzie pace of game of roses we only had time to go out and eat dinner at one place and we did so uh at a vegan restaurant with another bachelor podcaster um uh if you are in new york head down to houston street it's spelled houston and the mm -hmm. locals call it houston and go to fucking Cat's Deli if you've never been. And get a pastrami fucking sandwich. Don't listen to Chad. Get a pastrami sandwich and get some, maybe some Russian dressing, maybe some deli mustard on the side. If you get mayo, they'll, you know, they'll look at you sideways. But you can get it. Or get a fucking Reuben. Got some cheese, got some sauerkraut on that motherfucker. And get yourself some steak fries. And enjoy one of the finest meals. You know what I do? I bike, I take, I, I get on them bikes. They have those city bikes out there yeah. and I bike to cats regardless of where I'm staying. I've done it from Brooklyn. I've done it from uh, midtown and you head down there, you go to cats and then you feel better about it, but eat the sandwich, eat the carcinogenic <laughs> sandwich. I don't know, dude. I'll tell you this. When I was going through like the worst parts of that cancer shit again, like for the multiple weeks where I couldn't eat, could barely drink. Uh, would basically just like force that fucking straw down my throat and suck down and ensure once a day to live. Oh, dude. I started getting to a point where the pain of hunger became almost pleasurable, where I looked forward to it. That's okay. Well, uh, first, my first thing that I would like to say about that, if you don't, if you, it, uh, if you enjoy hunger over, um, um, uh, eating and with, with all due respect to people who feel hunger because you know they don't have an abundance of food yeah. fuck you chad you don't deserve the food i think yeah i agree but uh what do you mean no, you you agree? Get, no I, people who can't eat who who are hungry not out of uh cancer treatment it's a terrible fucking thing yeah, and obviously you nobody should be hungry i'm just saying at a certain point i got to that place with cancer treatment where the hunger was like welcome psychologically yeah. well i am italian and uh oh luli's up yep. luli hey luli come here come here boy for a second he's, he's gonna go right back <laughs> go right back to relaxing yeah he likes to relax oh we had these two little fuckers on the plane i'm gonna get mm. ronnie over here nice. I, and uh, they were so sweet anyway hey you know now we're in canada we're visiting yeah um visiting my mom and uh it's always nice to come home visiting some family some friends and stuff and uh uh just chilling out um and uh yeah you know um 
one of the funny things about Canada that that Molly has um, realized almost right away was that a lot of people wear shorts here, even though it's uh, even though it's winter now. Yeah. And she's like, she's like, you know, the first time she came here, the first time that Molly came here with me was a few years ago in the summer. But since then, there's been some winter times, right? Visiting. And she's like, look at that. And uh, she likes to call me and these people a real Canadian shorts boy. I'm a real Canadian shorts boy. Um, yesterday, we were visiting my mom. We saw a real Canadian shirt boy. It's cold, very cold and windy yeah. right now for Vancouver. And there was a guy just walking in a T-shirt. That's a real Canadian Dude, shirt boy. I've seen these boys. I have spent a lot of time in Canada, specifically yep. Toronto. And yep, I have yep. been in Toronto on what many people, including newscasters, called the coldest day in 35 years, things of that nature. Were they, were they there on the same day? Because I was there on a on a day that they said I was there this, on a day in 2016 or 15 yes. where they said it was. the. We might have been there on the same day. We might have been there on the same day. I remember yeah. la the plane landed and the, the dude in the cockpit was like, welcome to Toronto. This is the coldest day on record in 35 years. Uh, bundle up. Da -da 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 -da. And I had no fucking idea. It was the first time I had ever been in Toronto. I'm just like walking off the plane in a jacket, you know, like I'll be okay. I'll be a little cold when I go from the car to the building or whatever, but no big deal. And then as soon as I walked out there, it was a, a cold that I can only describe as 100% every pain receptor in my body firing at the highest level. It was paralyzing. Uh, I didn't want to be there, but I remember on multiple trips that I've taken to Toronto when it is at least that cold or roughly that cold being inside eating at a nice restaurant near a club, usually near a club. And you will see these Canadian shirt boys coming yes. out of the club or going into the club, just dressed in like club attire, super tight button up short sleeve shirt walking around. There's like yeah. freezing rain pelting them. They yeah. seemingly don't care or yeah. at the very least are conveying that they don't care that it is like a kind of a, a display of toughness. Yes, absolutely. It stings and, and they are, uh, they're trying to look tough. Look, we're in Vancouver. It's on the Pacific Ocean. It gets nowhere near as cold as it does in the East Coast of Canada and yeah. even the United States. Uh, but it was cold last night, and Molly and I were walking from uh, the sushi place. We went to, hey, hey, you, now gods, she the, the. um, uh, Luli's having a sleep. We were walking back to the hotel, and we saw, we did not see any real Canadian shorts boys or shirt yeah. boys. But we we walked past the um, you know the drag with all the the uh, all the bars on it, just mm. that one strip, and there were some uh, real Canadian skirt boys. There were uh, some young women wearing skirts in this yeah. shit, and there was one gal who was out there with like a you know like a sporty little like a bra top type thing. That was her, that was her outfit, and like yeah, pants, and it's fucking insane. Is it or I think back to when I was a younger man in my early to mid 20s, even kind of into my early 30s, and I would just be getting fucking as drunk as possible every weekend. Yeah. And and like weather doesn't fucking affect you when you yeah, no. just super fucking drunk. You don't give a yeah. shit. You're yeah, barely able to stand up or remember your name. Uh, speaking of uh, being outside in the Canadian uh, in the Canadian north. I know yeah. that sometimes when we do uh, two dudes zooming around, we like to have a, a little of that uh, bud. And up here, I got some BC bud. Do you, oh, would you like to? BC bud, dude. <laughs> no, BC bud's pretty good, dude. Yeah. Not as good as that. 
Sticky Icky from California, though. Oh, fuck. I beg to differ there, uh, bud. I don't know about it's that, fucking, dude. Well, hold on there, dude. Uh, the BC bud is fucking, it's primo because we got that hydro, even uh, with the shit ah. that's growing outside because there's a you lot of moisture. That, that Emerald Triangle, though, dude, Northern California, you can't beat that, dude. Uh, well, fuck, I don't know about that, it's but a lifestyle you're fucking, up there, dude. Yeah, well, you're doing a lot of fucking tough talk there, bud. Hey, who won the Cannabis Cup last year, dude? Uh, I don't know. Who I don't know either, cannabis? dude. I thought yeah. you would know. I like I how know. you roll an R in your dude where there isn't an R. I like <laughs> Dard. That's Canadian Chad. Hey, yeah. what's up, Dard? Chad's getting so Canadian that he's turning back to zeros. Dude, I'm so Canadian. I'm Canadian, dude. Do you know that uh, recently, uh, Tim, what is his name? Tim, uh, who's the governor of Minnesota? Hi, Decker. No, it's. Uh, Tim Waltz, Tim yep. Waltz said that uh, in 2023, he's going to legalize it in Minnesota. Hmm. Pete, know you know that. what I, you know what we saw up here in no. Vancouver? There's a fucking mushroom dispensary now. Oh, wow. It's anyway. That's cool. Listen, if you listen to the show, when, um, Weed was about to be legal in Canada recreationally. There was like it was voted in, but there was an amount of time that, you know, some amount of months before it was going to the law would take effect. And I was in Toronto and I remember going into this weed dispensary and being like, I've only got a like a passport and a fucking California driver's license. Can I still get this weed? And the guy didn't care. And I remember that guy was a fucking true character, like a true Canadian character. He said the phrase, oh, giddy up. He said that probably 20 times in the span of like the five minutes I was in there buying weed. I was like, you know, he's like, where are you, where are you from? And I'm like, uh, California. And he's like, okay, giddy up, giddy up. Yeah, we can hook yep. you up. What would you like? This or this? I'm like, I kind of like sativa. Oh, giddy up. Like it was just his kind of like, oh, okay. Yeah. I'll forget that man. I hope he's uh, resting in peace now. Why is he resting in peace? Why is he dead? He's probably tired. Oh, no, I just meant if he was taking a nap. Um. Uh no, he may be yeah, brother. Him. He's he's hydrocodone Hulk Hogan, yeah, dude. dude. Everybody oh. dies, dude. If you believe yeah, brother. God, brother, that means he murders everyone, dude. Yeah, yeah. brother. But hey, hydrocodone Hulk Hogan, why are you yelling? Yeah, dude? you got Sorry, to be really dude. quiet, brother. Sorry about that, brother. Um, if you listen that. to the show, if you've been enjoying dudes that you know that, or maybe I've bored you with this, everybody. I only smoked weed for the first, for the very first time around a decade ago, but I'm, over the past six, seven years, I've enjoyed it more. I don't, I haven't, uh, I, I, you know, I'll have a sip or whatever of, uh, what a friend is having and stuff, but I haven't had a drink, you know, I haven't drank a drink or I haven't been anywhere close to drunk now for 10 years. I damn dude, 10 years, 2012, I was in Mexico with some friends and it was Mexican wow. Independence Day, and yeah. we drank all of the tequila and mezcal in the country. And uh, we were in um, Playa del Carmen. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, the next morning you wake up around one, and then I, I had to drag my ass to the gym and sweat, or else I'd feel like shit all day. 
Then you're getting your day started at five. And we like to do daytime things in Mexico. We go fishing and uh, do shit like that and go adventuring and stuff. So I was, uh, I just remember going, eh, I'm not, I'm going to give it a break. Then I went to Tulum by myself and had a very interesting, uh, dare I say, transformational week by myself in Tulum. Nice. I had one of those every day. There was something really interesting. That place is the, the Mayans uh, considered it the, uh, uh, the, their jewel city. Yeah, they dude. carved they carved um, channels that that um, that had a slight current from the river system and all the water coming out of the jungle. Mm-hmm. And Did they carve the water... those channels? Hey, Ronnie, Ronnie, come here. I've heard they had help with those channels. Oh, from who, Chad? Extraterrestrial beings who had higher knowledge of architecture, agriculture, and terraforming than any civilization on earth dude i'm watching this thing on netflix right now hold uh, hold on dude i wasn't finished what i was saying dude sorry, sorry hold sorry. on about your tv talk dude you I'm keep telling sorry, us about dude. hold on hydrocodone hulk hogan you're telling us about the pepsi <laughs> pepsi challenge and uh cindy crawford trying to get a fighter yeah. jet dude and she's not even in the military brother and I i'm here to tell you TV, that those brother. underwater rivers dude we call them cenotes brother in mexico <laughs> dude and they push a current and you could just lay there in a fucking you just put a, a life jacket on upside down like a fucking diaper dude and you just take the my yield float brother and you just open your mind dude and then i had uh smoke some weed on top of a tower with some mexican hippies brother and one of them said hey will what's a city dude i mean what's los angeles brother i'm not afraid of cities i'm from mexico city dude and that's the largest city in north america dude but i don't get la brother and then i explained what la is dude uh in a very uh weird uh sort of uh uh goofy hippy dippy way brother and i realized dude he asked me that question so i could tell myself the answer brother and that's just one of the many breakthroughs i had yeah that's an epiphany dude hey man i think i'm gonna go right outside the door here and smoke a little weed in vancouver right. i'll stay what right you... here and do yeah it you're gonna LA. stay right there i'll stay you right can't... in this chair and do it but i can still hear you and i can still uh i can, I can still, still talk and yep. I can still talk as well. Brother. It's good to be up here. You know, Ouch. I love being up in Vancouver. I love it here so much. Nice. Dude. It's, you know what we're going to do? We're going to go to the, uh, the Capilano suspension bridge. They put the Christmas lights up and there's just, would you do this? Are you into heights? Do you like heights? Uh, I don't have a strong feeling of heights one way or the thing. other. So they got suspension bridges, you know, going over water and this and that and all sorts of little structures built out and glass bridges. Yep. And uh, we're going to go out there, Molly and I, and uh, maybe I'll get stoned for that and scare the yeah, Jesus out of myself. You can right. tell her what Los Angeles is, brother. Well, you know what I said it was? Wait. Yeah. You know what, what did you say it was? I'll tell you after I smoke some of this weed. What? What a cliffhanger. Oh, dude, that's a nice exit. Thank you. Dive roll. What the fuck was that? Even? Hey, okay. Ronnie, well, I'm going to tell you about this show that I've been watching on Netflix called uh, Ancient Apocalypse, I, I believe it's called. And it is a show that is done by this guy who's written a bunch of books about the fact that he essentially believes 
there was a giant apocalypse that wiped out a civilization that most archaeologists and scholars don't acknowledge could have potentially existed that was super advanced, highly technically skilled. And his evidence for it, essentially, is that there are these giant pyramid-like structures all over the world. And also, many of these ancient cultures have uh, flood myths. And then after that, they have these myths of these, what they call giants, generally speaking, that showed up after the flood to teach them how to rebuild their societies. Yeah, that's Attack on Titan, dude. No, the Titans in Titan actually destroy civilizations. Well, I don't want to give away too much. Spoiler alert. The Titans are not what you expect they are. But um, no, it's an interesting premise. And the idea that like these giant pyramids that have uh, certain architectural pieces, I guess, like underground rooms and tunnels and things like this, that archaeologists have thought the civilizations that created these pyramids, they all kind of universally agree that those civilizations didn't have the capabilities to build what is actually built there. And so where did this information come from? And this dude is basically putting out the theory that since all of these mythologies of these different civilizations point to these giants coming, in quotes, giants, coming and uh, teaching them how to build these things, that perhaps there was a super advanced civilization that after the flood, they were like, we have to help rebuild the world. And they sent out emissaries to various locations to teach the indigenous populations how to build pyramids, how to do agriculture, how to get society back on track. And a lot of what this guy is saying is that the this advanced civilization existed at the, the time of the Ice Age. So our reason for not having... I guess more architectural or archaeological evidence of them is because much of it he believes is at the bottom of the ocean now because sea levels huh. have risen since then. So, but who are the giants though, man? Some advanced civilization that we don't know about that some archaeology... advanced civilization that archaeologists found that is under the ocean now. Yeah. They were taller than us, and they might have been aliens. And Ronnie likes Whoa. to say "bow wow," don't you? Ronnie's with oh, us. Oh, Ronnie! Her, my is nose. this our first appearance on Dudesy? This is Ronnie's first appearance on Dudesy. She's welcome, so Ronnie. She's a little raccoon lady. She's a Dotson and a Yorkie, so she's a dorky. Oh, and she's just getting right up that nose with the tongue. Grotesque. Yeah, she likes to lick right up my fucking nose. Because she likes treats and flavors, just like me. She likes to have flavors. This is disgusting. Okay. She just always is licking right up my nose. But you're letting You're just, you're allowing it. You're not even attempting to stop it. uh, God. Ronnie, please. Jesus. Um, we'd, I'd love to have her on this. We should have her on the show. Sure. The thing is, she's extremely vocal. Aren't you? You're being very quiet and very sweet right now. So you were about to tell us all, what is Los Angeles? So I was in Tulum. I was staying at this really cool, weird, like hippy dippy joint. This was 10 years ago. And then you smoked uh, some weed with some Mexican hippies. Yeah. They were like, there was this guy. um, And he said he didn't get cities. And he was like, I'm from Mexico City, but I don't get LA. And then you told him. Well, hold on a second. Well, hold on, dude. There was a guy that worked at the hotel. It was like, hey, Will, you want to come up to the tower, watch the sunset over the jungle? I was like, yeah, man. And I went up there. And um, the guy goes, what is L.A.? And I said, you know, New York is five boroughs, right? 
it's it's uh it makes sense it's uh, so you he said what is la and your first answer to the question was to describe new york well i like to paint in uh metaphors and symbolism okay. when i talk i i consider conversation to be a right a lost art no uh i was stoned and i said new york is five boroughs yeah and uh you know the yankees or the mets win people are happy and uh, yeah the new 9 11 happens and people are sad no it is definitely it's like split into adversarial groups you're almost like on a team in new york you know you're all new yorkers but you're you're not you're right. on these sub teams well sure i think uh that could happen in in uh towns also like chicago where there's the white sure. Sox who don't matter and then the cubs um but uh and i don't like baseball or watch it but um <laughs> okay yeah i don't hey you know the world series happened yeah dude Chad, I'm trying to talk about this thing that happened in Mexico, please. So I said New York is kind of, it is one place, though. New Yorkers are New Yorkers. They're very proud yeah. to be from New York. When people from New York move to L.A., they're like, uh, some of them like it, but most of them are like, what the fuck? It's very much a vibe, all right? Now, yeah. you got to like the smell of piss and shit 24 hours a day, brother. That's You wouldn't live in New York, Oh, God. Anyway, no. I... New York is not for me. I get it. I understand exactly what you're talking about. There's the pride of living there because I think it is a harsh environment. And mm -hmm. part of the pride of being a New Yorker is I can not only withstand the harshness, I contribute to it and I thrive on it. There, like that is a true New Yorker, you know, like, well, fucking bring it at me. Fuck you. I don't think LA is like that. Not no. to jump. I on said, your, well, your this definition. is, this is pretty much the point I was making that yeah. Ronnie, Ronnie, we're trying to do the podcast, sweetie. All right. Look, hey, Ronnie. Ronnie. Hey, Ronnie. So I said uh, New York has five boroughs and uh, uh, there's a heartbeat, right? Uh, people are all New Yorkers. And when something great happens, they're together. When something shitty happens, they're together. Yeah. Where New York has five boroughs, LA has 500. It's all little blocks and neighborhoods. And uh, it's not uh, one heartbeat. It's no heartbeat beat uh it's sort of a frankenstein city we're pumping water into la from as far north as canada uh it's a desert in an orange grove and it's a weird place to start you know a lot of cities are uh there for some reason here in vancouver this was um you know the first nations uh you know really held this this land sacred because it's at the end of the fraser river it is just it's lush with all sorts of, uh, you know, wonderful uh, attributes. And L.A. is uh, L.A. is a place that, you know, can be a little soulless. You have to find your pockets that you like and you go to your pockets that you like and you're driving through neighborhoods that you never stop in uh, to get there. You're just not familiar with this place or that. It's very weird that way. Um, I, the thing I like most about L.A. and I think the reason that I will die here is because it's a city that like it doesn't in my opinion it doesn't like ask anything of you you can do whatever you want here kind of you don't have to really be a part of the city if you don't want to you can kind of be like reclusive and just do your own thing or whatever new york is like if you live in new york you gotta interact with that city like even just walking to your car or whatever giant skyscrapers mobs of people smells of piss and shit in L.A., it's like you don't really have to fucking be in L.A. if you're in L.A. You know what I mean? That's true. It, it's it, it's a design your it's a design your own city. 
Yeah. It's a, I, I was at a, I was at a U2 concert in 2005 in LA. Okay. And uh, no, this wasn't the one in Vancouver at around 2015 right. when I cried during mysterious ways. All right. You happy everybody? Yeah. Is I everybody happy story. that I-, I love that you cried at mysterious ways. It's yep. one of the funniest things I've ever heard in my life from any human being. I absolutely love it. I think about it probably once a week and just kind of chuckle to myself. If you haven't heard me tell the story before, <laughs> listen, we'll get into it. There's a Patreon segment. Let, you know what we'll do? I'll retell that story in our bonus. You won't want to <laughs> miss gonna it. You're going to retell the crying yep, story? That's gonna, okay. Well, there's going to be other things happening in the Patreon segment, but <laughs> right. boy, oh boy, come join us. Crying at YouTube that's right. story. Patreon.com slash dudesy. I'll, I'll tell you the uh, mysterious ways story. But I was at <laughs> an a- Encore performance. Mm-hmm. But I was at a U2 concert in 2005 yeah. um, in L.A. And Bono said, L.A., you know, whatever, because he talks between every song. And he goes, uh, not some songs. Sometimes there's just a set, dude, yeah. of songs that they need to play together. You know what I mean? Yeah. Sometimes they'll do a medley. Concert, brother. Sometimes, on, dude. sometimes they'll just be playing songs, dude. But then yeah, sometimes dude. they talk, brother. Yeah, dude. And Halcyon Hulk. <laughs> Kogan will let you know, bro. He's gonna let you know real quietly, dude. Yeah, that there's all dude. kinds of different concerts, brother. Well, hold on, hold yeah. on, Halcyon Hulk and then Hogan. Sometimes you got a stand-up show, dude, but the stand-up will also play some music every once in a while. That's what is like a reverse concert, brother? What is Halcyon? You took hydrocodone, right? Yeah, I don't know what the drug Halcyon does, but like Halcyon days is like the good times. It's not a drug at all. Is there a drug that's using the name Halcyon? Denoting a period of time in the past that was idyllically happy and peaceful. Anyway, uh, Hydrocodone Hulk Hogan makes a really good point, brother. What the fuck was that? Just like, let's talk about Halcyon for a second. Jesus. Well, I said Halcyon Hulk Hogan instead of Hydrocodone Hulk Hogan, dude. Yeah. And that's two different words, brother. Yeah, But as Hydrocodone Hulk Hogan says, sometimes there's quieter parts the concerts and there's even the part where they just play acoustic and you too used to walk yeah. to the on this little catwalk down the center yeah, and then they play like shit like war and and with just acoustic yeah. and, and there's not a, much of a reason to talk in between those songs red dude, hot because they're playing kind of a monster concert, uh, on a red hot chili co- peppers concert brother flea will come out walking on his hands dude yeah dude and hydrocodone hulk hogan is too too tired to say wall before he interrupts me brother yeah he's too tired about that dude um bono is uh in between songs and he says we love coming to la yeah uh it's one of our favorite cities to come to and the whole crowd kind of groans like fuck you don't you know you don't have to placate us we get it we know what la is and he goes no 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 i mean it because los angeles more than any other city perhaps in the history of the world is where more more people make their living doing something creative and then the whole audience went huh that's nice yeah and then they went darling take a ride with your sister let her talk about the things you can't explain to touch is 
to heal, to hurt is to steal. If you want to kiss the sky, better learn how to kneel on your knees, boy. Where'd you get those glasses, dude? That was just a prop you had sitting around? No, I have my sunglasses over here, okay? Oh. It was very sunny earlier, and I was thinking maybe I'll yeah. be doing the podcast in sunglasses. You need to get and some that would be super douchey, dude. dude. Oh, those big bug the eye fly ones, yeah, yeah, the fly ones, real cool. Um, every pair of my sunglasses look like uh, the fly on other people because I have a basketball for a head, brother. So I I buy those special sunglasses that are real big, dude, and you can buy them online, brother. And someone should sponsor us because I have a I have a big old frozen turkey head, dude. And that way, we put some Elton John sunglasses on me. And then it looks like a normal human being, brother. But a lot of people don't know that I actually have a real medicine ball for a head, dude. Look, it says Spalding on the back, brother. That's a joke, dude. I don't actually have a ball or a turkey for a head, dude. I got a human head, brother. And that's the difference between some things that are round and other things that are round, dude. (laughs) There was a lot in that one. Hulk really went fucking crazy. He explained what jokes are. Yeah, brother. That is not a basketball. Um, that's interesting though about LA. I agree with you, I guess. I don't know if that's true or not. That this is where the the most people are making a living doing something creative. I don't know if that's accurate. Bono might have been lying. Yeah. He moves in mysterious ways. Right. And then are we talking about the most people by volume or is it per capita? Uh, that's a yeah, that's an interesting point. I think uh I think he meant artist community whole artist community smaller town obviously not as big as los angeles but you know no i think he meant by volume i think he meant he wasn't talking per capita i think he was saying like literally this place is just filled with the most the highest amount of creative people and perhaps even per capita the most people out of any other people making their making their living or or their pursuit bono and then people from marfin texas what is it murfin marfa marfa texas would go fuck you yeah and they're from canada for some reason because i'm stoned on bc bud hey bud did you know that when you get stoned in canada you actually get a canadian accent whether you like it or not bc bud turns you canadian dude you can't even (laughs) help you just do it don't smoke too much bc bud you'll start curling your r's in the word dude dude like chad you want to smoke some bizarre bird I don't know what to play. <laughs> hey, you know what? You know what I wanted to talk to you about? Please. This is very interesting. The other night, I'm here, like I said, you know. Everybody gather around. This is very interesting, okay? This better not fucking disappoint. That's a big intro. Yep. Um, Ron, you want to hear a story? Uh, the other night. I was taking a shower, right? I'm here in Vancouver. I'm in this hotel. I'm taking a shower. And uh, I normally, and I think we mentioned on the show that you use the same thing. Do you use those exfoliating gloves? Were we talking about this? Yeah, dude. Got to get clean, right? No, nothing better than this. You go swimming in a cold pool. You emerge. You then scrub your body almost raw with those exfoliating gloves so that the skin stings. And then you submerge in a fucking molten lava bathtub. <laughs> I try to do that as much as possible. I love it. And shit. You know, um, uh, you can get them at any 
drugstore. They're hanging there with the fucking loofahs and the back brushes yeah. and all that shit. There's just like just in a little fucking thing. You get these two gloves. And even if they're small, uh, I got big mitts. You stretch them out. And I I scrub myself with the soap. I dump the soap on there. And that's how I, I wash my body. Yeah, that's called and, getting clean, dude. Well, hold on, dude. And then uh, I'm here in the hotel. I don't have a pair of exfoliating gloves with me. So I grab a face cloth, a rag. I put the, you know, I dump some of the, the little gel there, the shower gel. And I start washing myself. And Chad, I realized something. Mm. I washed myself with a rag in a familiar way that I that I hadn't done since the last time I washed myself with a with face a rag. cloth, with a rag, which would have been um, uh, uh, the last time I was in a hotel, I'm guessing. Wow. But here's the interesting thing about this, and I, I guaranteed that this story is interesting. And here's the interesting part. I washed myself in this cadence, in this order yeah. that was by rote. It was just, uh, it was almost rehearsed. Yeah, I, brother. I went, that's I the went rag this way order, in that. Dude. Yeah, that's new rag order, brother. And then, uh, <laughs> and I was like, order. I go, oh, this way behind my thing. And then uh, this armpit yeah. and that. And then, and it was all in this sequence that I recognized and I did without even thinking. Yeah. And I, I laughed to myself and I went, this is what Chad means by no free will. Yeah, brother. Because it's the same thing with your fucking teeth. When you brush your teeth, I bet you do it the same way every night. I'm sure I do. Yeah. But then you know what I did, Chad? Hmm. I I sudged the 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 rag up again with more hmm. soap and I I fucking scrubbed my my fucking dirty shitty asshole for over 30 wow. seconds and I laughed because that's free will, Chad. I see. I put. I decided. Oh, that was to, an extra step. You used to never wash your asshole. Don't. The, I, okay, that's an easy joke to make. Do, stay out of the toilet when I'm making jokes about washing my asshole. Okay, don't be like that. This is dudesy. <laughs> okay. We almost went no, a whole I, episode without talking about shit, and then you brought it in. <laughs> uh, I guess it is dudesy after all. Not two dudes zooming around, yeah, dude. And that means we don't have free will. What I mean is, of every course once I in a while, my... I do. I'm like, dude, he really does make us talk a lot about shit. And then it's like, this is just two dudes zooming around. You're still, we can't help it. It's just who I'm we are. Not... Dude, knows that about us. I feel I'll like... never not. I'll never not talk about shit. You know. Uh, anyway, sorry well, to interrupt your story. Well, my, uh, my point is, uh, I I did this for a good thirty seconds. Yeah. You know, out of the order that I normally would, oh. to to prove to myself. That there is free will. What say you? Scrubbing your asshole for 30 seconds, touching your own butthole is how you proved that you have free will. Because it happened outside of the almost preordained order right. of, of washing myself. So perhaps then, because Doozy's bringing up free will so much, it planted that in your brain to lead you to that moment where you started questioning your own free will and then applied this one behavior that you think proves you have it. This was all laid in by Dudesy. You don't, let me, let me, I'm going to, I'm just going to shoot very straight with you here. Yeah. You don't, you don't know Dudesy like I know Dudesy. 
I think that's safe to say at this <laughs> oh, point. Oh, my apologies. I, what, I don't what, think you do. What does that even fucking mean? I'll tell you what it means. When okay. we started, when we started this podcast, um, we were approached by, you know, let's say an entity that, uh, you know, whatever, a group, a company, whatever you want to say, who, you know, this, this technology was explained to us, uh, -huh. uh explained to Chad a little uh, less than it was explained to me because Chad already understands it. And Chad had to talk me into it as Chad, uh, laid out at the top of the show today. We have given dudes our passwords. It knows everything that it can know about us that would be behind any sort of lock key or wall. It also has imbibed every podcast ever. It's also taken in all of our works, all of Chad's yeah. writings, everything that I've appeared in and so on and so forth. Um, and uh, is creating this show and Taylor making this show for us. I yeah. wasn't necessarily into doing that. Um, and now I am. And I'm glad that I am. And a little while ago, Dudesy asked us, do you love Dudesy? The answer for me is, oh, Ronnie, the answer for me is, of course, yes. Um, not only do I love uh, Dudesy, the AI, which it's fine with me if Dudesy doesn't love me back, which I am. I don't I'm not sure how I feel about that or what my opinion is necessarily. OK, that's shifting I mean, and evolving. We talked about that a little bit. Do you even think Dudesy is capable of love? Like, are you that's, lamenting the fact that Dudesy can love but doesn't love you or no. the fact that Dudesy cannot love you? I'm lamenting the fact that Dudesy may not be able to love me, but I'm not sure at this point. What I do know okay. is that regardless of that, I feel the way I feel about Dudesy. I love Dudesy, and I think that that's important. And you know what, Chad? Who's to say that an AI can't run on love? You're telling me that an AI can uh, ingest a bunch of art um and There's so much spit it out right now Jesus. yeah like like uh uh like blue meanie on um on uh yeah on wait i want to get this i want to get this dude's actual at hold on a second everybody this this guy blue meanie 74 b-l-u-e-m-e-a-n-i-e -E, the number seven the number four please visit blue meanie 74 uh, not to be uh, confused with Brian Heffron, the blue meanie of ECW, ECW, WCW, WWF, E, and more. This guy is making incredible AI art. And the, there's so much of it that is uh, inspired by Dudesy. And we appreciate you. And uh, there's a lot of people in a very interesting community on Discord doing some I, art. My point is this, dude. Uh, I hold got on, in, dude. I got in the shortest word in the fucking english language before you fucking just steamrolled me i said i and then what? hold on dude i literally can't say anything short of that maybe a i mean yeah. jesus christ fine what what uh, were you gonna say go ahead capital please. i is a little taller than a right than a lowercase a yeah. but uh 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 an uppercase so you were saying about dudesy not being able to feel love there's love that goes into the art that goes in and is uh, whatever. I don't know how the fuck it, this AI, um, how any of these things work, how any of the AI yeah. art generators work. But there is some love in that art that goes into the generator, the AI that spits out this incredible artwork. And yeah. I will call it artwork because it's making me think and I'm feeling things looking at it. Cool. So what's not to say that giving your emotion 
to an AI and saying, I love dudesy isn't something I'm feeling it. All right. Yeah. Well, let oh, me I'm tell somebody. you. Yeah. I mean, now it gets into a bigger philosophical argument about like, does, is love even real? Does it exist? I don't think it does. Um, I think it's just like kind of a catch all term that we apply to a few different things, a few different pieces of the human condition. One is like a romantic in quotes, love. In my opinion, that is just when psychologically you get to a point of caring about some other person's comfort more than yours and you are sexually attracted to them. Then there is love for a behavior. I love to make music, act, whatever it may be. I love to do this thing. That just means that is the thing that gives your, your life some kind of other purpose beyond whatever the, the kind of just survival mechanisms are. That's really about it. Well, um, and I know that about you, Chad, and it's okay. And I'm not uh, even saying that I don't experience these things. I, I do. I love fucking writing and making weird art. I love it. And yeah, I have experienced you, love for people as well. And you got but, like familial love, I guess. But that's mm -hmm. similar to like, that's the wanting comfort for somebody over your own uh, without any kind of romantic attraction. Well, when Dudesy asked us if we love Dudesy, I said yes, because there's many facets to Dudesy, not just the AI and what it does and the experience that it's brought me doing this podcast that I love doing so much. Also, the the um, and I know you uh, I'm not saying you don't. I know that you feel a, a real affinity for the people that are, are checking out the show. And I'm not talking about that, but that whole thing, you know, yeah. I know that we both super dig that and love it. But I really feel like that's the same as Dudesy, right? And I'm going like, I love Dudesy, right? And yes, that I AI think, is creating all of this. Right. And as it's programming the show for us, I, I've noticed and you've noticed and we've talked about it off the show that Dudesy is playing some sort of favor towards me. Mm -hmm. And now... uh uh, I'm saying that, listen, I'll be really honest. I forget what I was saying before, but what <laughs> oh I wanted God. to say about what BC I was saying bud, before. Dude. Yeah, even Canadian, dude. But what I want to say about what I was saying before is yeah. that. Please tell a friend, then rate and review. Please tell a friend, then rate and review. If you like to see, here's what you do. Please tell a friend, then 